Welcome to Pushing the Limits, the show that helps you reach your full potential with your host, Lisa Tarmaty, brought to you by lisatarmaty.com. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Pushing the Limits. Super excited to have you again with me. Today, I have Dr. Alina Siranova, who is a molecular biologist, to guest on the show. And really exciting. I'm going to be having Dr. Alina on regularly to talk different aspects of longevity and anti-aging. And today, we're talking about longevity. We're talking about sirtuin genes. You might be thinking, what the hell are sirtuin genes? But you're about to find out and why it's important and what you can do to upregulate and support these genes, these anti-aging genes or longevity genes. Um, so before we get over to the show, just want to remind you, uh, if you are wanting help with any sort of uh, health uh, journey that you're on, if you want some one-on-one coaching, then please reach out to me and Lisa at lisatarmity.com. Um, if you're looking for help with gene testing, epigenetics, uh, anything in that nature, as we've spoken about before in this podcast, you can also reach out to me there or check out the program via our website at lisatarmity.com. Everything in, in health now is about personalizing everything to your genetics. So that's your nutrition, your, your timings of the day when you eat, when you exercise, uh, your what parts of your brain you use the most, what your dominant hormones, your personality traits because of your genetics. All of these aspects are covered in our epigenetics program, so I'd love you to go and check out that. And for all you runners out there, come and join us at Running Hot Coaching. That's our online run training system. We'd love to coach you. We have personalized, customized training plans specifically made for you for your specific goal, uh, along with side video analysis, and you also get a, a one-on-one session with me. Um, so go and check that all out at runninghotcoaching.com. Um, that's all for day- today. I am really stoked to have you back. I hope that 2021 is going well for you, that you've had a good break over the last few weeks, and that uh, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're enjoying our beautiful summer. So without further ado, now to Dr. Alina Siranova over in Dubai. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back to Pushing the Limits. I'm super excited. I'm jumping out of my skin. I have an amazing lady with me, Dr. Alina Siranova. Hello, Dr. Alina. How are you doing? Hello, hello. It's um, uh, it's really nice to be here today. Um, thank you for the invitation. Oh, it's super exciting. So, Dr. Alina is sitting in Dubai, and we're going to be having a really in-depth conversation today. Um, we'll get a little bit scientific, but hang in there with us, people, because this is all about longevity and anti-aging, and who isn't uh, into that? So, Dr. Alina is a molecular biologist, uh, and she's going to be sharing today some really critical information um, about uh, the sirtuin genes. And you'll be going, oh, what the heck are sirtuin genes and what do they do and why do I need to know about them? Um, but these are really important things. But before we get into that, the, the nitty gritty of the science, Dr. Alina, can you give us a little bit of background on, on you and, and where you've come from and, and what, you, what you've done in, in a nutshell, so to speak? Absolutely, yeah. So I'm actually an interdisciplinary scientist. So I started my in my studies in the field of psychology, and then I um, I opened my private practice. So uh, that was my my first business that grew into a wellness center and was in operation for five years. Had two branches, 
that was uh, back in, in my home country in Greece. And I ended up working with, uh, with a neurofeedback device mm -hmm. that was basically retraining the nervous system on, of different patients with psychological and neurological diseases. And this is how I got interested in neuroscience. And I started studying it myself. I took a couple of those online courses and I realized that this is such an amazing field. And in order to understand the symptoms that I see in my patients, I actually need to understand the proper science behind it. And um, when I started digging deeper, I realized that it's actually the genetic um, component that mm -hmm. is um, the, the crucial part that produces all the symptoms. So then I found this amazing master's degree in, in neuroscience and genetics and specifically in, in translational neuroscience um, in the UK. And back in the days in, in 2015, um, uh, the, the, the Greek crisis was pretty <laughs> bad. Uh, so I couldn't grow my business as much as uh, I'd like. So I decided to move to the UK to do this master's degree. And after this, I ended up um, co-founding a biotech startup mm -hmm. that uh, also had to do with, uh, with, um, with biochemical assays that were aimed at um, elucidating gene-to-gene -gene regulatory networks. Uh -huh. And with that, I also realized that um, I'm, I'm, I'm even more fascinated by, by the science and I really want to stay in biotech. And my co-founders were making fun of me because I was the only person at the office not having a PhD. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a traumatic experience. And at the same time, <laughs> they were uh, surprised when I said that I'm leaving the startup to do a PhD. <laughs> they shouldn't um, change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, this is how I continued my studies, and my research was was focused on the molecular pathway of autophagy, mm -hmm. and I was using um, human physiological cellular platforms of neurodegeneration, utilizing human embryonic stem cells and induced pluripotent stem cells to model neuro neurodegeneration which was very, very interesting. And I actually have um, a review in, in the Journal of Molecular Biology wow. that, that got out a few months ago in, wow. in April 2020 on, on the modeling of neurodegenerative diseases and, um, and uh, studying autophagy in those models in, um, in human pluripotent stem cells. Wow. So, yeah, for, for anyone interested, you can, you can go check it out. It has an open we'll put access. The link. So yeah, we'll put the link in. Absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I to get published. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. And, and that brings me to a point I'll have to have a, a separate conversation with you about neurodegeneration and what we can do for, oh, yeah, for the elderly. <laughs> I've got a vested yeah. interest in that one. Um, so we'll definitely put that on our calendar because Dr. Alina is going to be coming uh, on the show actually quite regularly in the next few months. So we're going to be doing a bit of a series because I think the information that Dr. Alina has is just going to be crucial for you guys out there listening. So so um, uh, really, really excited. But today's subject is all around um, sirtuin genes. And, and now these are, a, um, I'm going to try and explain it because I've been deep in this <laughs> research too. So what tipped me down to this path and longevity and anti-aging, obviously I've been in that space for a while. Um, I listened to uh, Dr. David Sinclair on a podcast and subsequently uh, read his book Lifespan, which I recommend everybody go out and buy. 
It's called Lifespan, uh, How We Age and Why We Don't Need To. And Dr. David Sinclair is a, a, a very, very prominent um, a scientist at Harvard Medical uh, School, and he is has his own lab and has been studying anti-aging and longevity uh, for decades now. And he was actually the the one of the scientists who discovered resveratrol, which we're going to get into today, and what resveratrol does, and that's very pertinent to the conversation. Um, but he has also in in this book really given me an eye opener into. Uh, what's coming down the pipeline as far as longevity and being able to turn the clock actually literally back to when you, so that our cells become young. And so this is really, it sounds almost science fiction-y, some of the stuff that he's talking about that is just around the corner. It is like absolutely amazing stuff that we are going to be able to live longer, healthier lives. Um, And for me, it is about health span as well as like, Mm -hmm. obviously you want to live long, but most importantly, I want to live healthy to the end, you know? And I think that's probably the priority for everybody Um, rather than having the typical degenerative, long, slow, drawn out process. So anything that I can do to help uh, my friends, my followers, my family live healthier lifespans. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm into that research. So, um, so Dr. S- uh, Sinclair uh, is an expert on Sirtuin genes. This is an area that he studied, and Dr. Alina knows all about this. So, Dr. Alina, can you just tell us, um, for starters, um, well, where do we start on this big subject of of longevity genes um, and what they do in the body? That mm-hmm. might be a good place Absolutely. to start. Yeah, sure. So sirtuins are, um, are enzymes, basically, and it's a group of genes that is um, quite well conserved across multiple organisms, which means that they play a very important role uh, in evolution and, and in, in our biology. Mm-hmm. And what they basically do is they control the epigenetic regulation in our cells. And this means that when we have um, when in different tissues, there are different genes being activated and at different times we will be having different sets of genes being activated. And um, this will be in response to different external stimuli, uh, environmental stimuli, uh, amino acids, even availability of nutrients, um, things like that. And what they really do is they control that all of the all of the uh, important um, regulatory pathways in the cell are functioning as needed. And they are quite responsive to external stimuli. So, for instance, mm-hmm. you mentioned resveratrol, which is a molecule that is found in, um, in grapes and in other berries and, and, and different um, plant, um, plant sources. Mm-hmm. So, uh, resveratrol is actually found when the plants are stressed. Yeah. So when there is some sort of either in uh, fungal infection in the plants or there is no water and so on, um, resveratrol is the molecule that is uh, that, that is being secreted. And uh, what's happening is that sirtuins can can sense this molecule, and as a result, they do um, yeah, they do get upregulated. And uh, the reason for this, so this, this, I, I, I guess this evolved from a revolutionary standpoint of view is that 
So you would have, let's say, some some small animals running around and, mm-hmm. and you know, consuming different plants, things like that. So the the, the small animal cannot really um, distinguish between, consciously, yeah, you between. know, consciously between dangers, different dangers or lack of foods and things like that. So this process had to somehow be automated. Yep. So for this reason, again, um, risk virtual is like a signal that says, um, that says to the little animal that there is a lack of, um, there is some sort yeah. of danger in the environment. And then what sirtuins do is they, they upregulate um, many physiological processes in order to deal with potential danger. And there are different stimuli like that in our environment, and we can actually artificially um, uh, activate sirtuins. So, for example, with the use of sauna, uh, we do have this this heat shock response where um, where there is a, a, a stress signal from the environment, and then again, sirtuins get activated wow, because there is some sort of stressor yeah. coming into the body. Another one is exercise. So, mm-hmm. what happens? And actually, not any kind of exercise. But let's say if you're just going for a walk for twenty minutes, you want to get sirtuin activation. But if you're going for a run and you start getting um, uh, start being out of breath. Yeah. So this means that your body goes into slight hypoxia, and mm-hmm. this is the signal that activates the sirtuin. So wow. for all of the healthy, uh, healthy living Health enthusiasts out there, <laughs> don't just Sauna go for and a running. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> and Absolutely. This is, so just to just to recap on that, because you know, so. So this, these sirtuin genes, which code for this enzyme, this enzyme is, is, is really important and we'll get into a little bit more the nuts and bolts of, of this enzyme, but it, it does some very important um, activations on the, on, the, on the genome, which is what it we It basically want. regulates which genes will be switched on and which genes will be will switched be off. So it you. allows for a very tight control uh, for a, t- a very tight regulation of the functionality of, of different genes in the cell. Right. And there's so sauna, which produces heat shock proteins. I've just bought a sauna recently um, ah, for, for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard about heat shock proteins, what sauna can do, how, how beneficial it is for so many things. I didn't mm-hmm. make the connection to that and sirtuin genes. So mm-hmm. that's really uh, something I've learned today. Um, I did know about the exercise, and this is why like high-intensity interval training uh, mm-hmm. in moderation, people, not like go and do this every day, please. Yeah. <laughs> but in moderation, <laughs> um, it has, has a longevity benefit, has an improved actual, you know, VO2 max and endurance and, and all of these great cardiovascular benefits is partly in uh, relation to the sirtuin genes. And just going back to the resveratrol, um, this is a xenohormesis, isn't it? So a, a mm-hmm. stressor that the body goes, oh, yep. where our environment is, there's something wrong in our environment, so we need to hunker down mm-hmm. and get ready for battle mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. going forth and multiplying mm-hmm. and everything yeah. is easy and happy. Yeah. So we want to push yeah. and pull in, in this sort of, um, mm-hmm. in regards to all of these things like exercise, like sauna, like uh, resveratrol, mm-hmm. you want times of actually pushing things and then times of recovery and times of, so it's not just going in one direction, is it? It is like a, definitely, a, a definitely. balance. And then, yeah. And then another trigger for the sirtuins is uh, caloric restriction. 
Mm-hmm. And this again comes from, from what we just described about the animal being hungry potentially in the near future. So the sirtuins get activated. So it's the same when you're on, on a calorie restriction and you're doing intermittent fasting, you will get this reaction again. And yes. this is tied up to, to autophagy as well, which is being activated. So um, you actually need to be fasted for several hours for, for autophagy to be activated. And research suggests it, it could be around 18 to 20 hours or more oh, wow. yeah. uh, in humans. Um, so I'm, I'm personally trying to, to do this on a daily basis. I'm, I'm having a very narrow window where I consume food probably three, four hours a day. Oh, um, wow. I mean, not, it, it's not, uh, it's not possible always, but no. you know, especially when you're traveling around, uh, like yeah. I do at the moment, yeah. it, it might be challenging because I also want to, uh, to eat high quality food. So yes. I don't want to be it's eating pretty hard, isn't it? junk at the airport. But yeah, and, I mean, and sometimes this actually pushes me to, to fast even more. Even longer. Yeah. Yeah. You must have great <laughs> discipline. I don't, I can't, uh, I struggle to go over the 16 hour. Uh, and I think uh, partly with autophagy. So autophagy people, um, this is when the body basically, there is a pathway called mTOR, which we're going to probably mm-hmm. do another um, yeah. episode on. Um, and this Absolutely. is a, a growth regulation pathway where we're actually, mm-hmm. if we are activating, there's a lot of amino acids, a lot of proteins in the, in the body and a lot of nutrients in the body sort of goes into growth mode. So like bodybuilders yeah. want, you know, this growth yeah. mode, for example. Uh, and when they, when you go um, hypercaloric for a while and you restrict the calorie intake, then the body goes into a state of autophagy, which is where it's basically eating and recycling its old cells that actually need to be gotten rid of. And these, these cells are called senescent cells. Um, so yeah. these cells are alive and they're putting out inflammatory chemicals and they're not, or cytokines, and they're not actually replicating and that causes problems in the body. And as we get older, we get more senescent cells. Um, so you don't want to be in a state of starving all the time. That's not what we're saying here. This is why it's intermittent fasting and you don't have to do this every day, people. And I know I don't. Um, I'm not as disciplined as Elena. Um, but doing this on a... Um, you know, I, I think something like a five days, maybe normal and a couple of days uh, where it's sort of uh, a longer fasting period um, and just giving your body that change. If you go hypercaloric for weeks on end, you're going to downregulate your whole metabolism. So that's not where we want to go. And then you're going to have nutrient deficiencies and so on from mm-hmm. that point of view. What we're trying to get is this the seesaw. The body seems to like, in, in all of the, the studies that I've done, it seems to like the seesaw. It likes cycling. It likes going up and down, up and down. And that actually helps it keep its ideal balance, putting it very, very bluntly and simply. Um, So autophagy is something that we want. So fasting, mimicking, sauna, exercise, all of these things are going to upregulate the sirtuin genes and these sirtuin genes. Mm -hmm. Now, can you tell us there are seven sirtuin genes in the human Mm -hmm. genome? Can you just go briefly over what, you know, cert one up to seven does yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean there is uh, there are quite a few functions that you know that those genes have so i don't think we'll have time to go through yep. all of them yeah. so the, the the important ones for for our subject today for uh, you know sporting longevity and so on uh is sirtuin one for sure mm-hmm. which is a very important 
um, very important protein that can be found uh, both in the nucleus and the cytoplasm. Um, uh -huh. And actually, uh, the, the, its uh, expression is, is different in different kind of tissues. Mm -hmm. And it also so it depends on 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 its uh, necessity and its function. And it's actually what we've seen is that sirtuin one is one of the first genes that would go onto the side of a of a double stranded DNA break to repair yep. it. So yep. it uh, it is heavily involved with DNA repair, very important gene. And then sirtuin three would be the uh, the other very important for longevity. Um, which is um, which has to do with with mitochondrial health uh, health and mitochondrial function. So those two, they uh, they both are enzymes that, in order to function, they do need a molecule called NAD, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. Yep. And without this molecule, they cannot perform its functions. And what's happening um, when we age is, unfortunately, we do. Um, have uh, reduced levels of this molecule of NAD. as we age, and yep. it just keeps on uh, of NAD, and it just keeps on uh, decreasing and decreasing, basically leading to a, de a literal death spiral. Literal death. Yes, <laughs> where yeah. you don't have this uh, this um, beneficial effect of the sirtuin genes repairing your your your, your epigenome DNA. and repairing DNA. And yep. yeah, and and the the epigenetic regulation becomes basically loose. So you and this this is what um what um what is directing the uh, the loss of cellular identity as well. So this is one of the hallmarks of aging, of aging. where uh, aging. the cells are losing their identity, and then everything that is happening in the cell, uh, all of the functions, they they, they stop being so tightly regulated. So this is what's happening there. And then okay. the NAD is also, so it's, it's worth mentioning that it's, it exists in two forms and both forms are important. So uh -huh. NAD plus, which mm -hmm. is the oxidized form and NADH, which is the reduced form. Uh -huh. So the reduced form, um, it's actually something that not many people talk about, um, in the, um, in the eye. The aging space and the supplement space, so they they only know NAD and NAD plus, and um, NADH is actually important for the maintenance of mitochondrial membrane potential. Uh -huh. So if you don't have enough NADH, your mitochondrial membrane potential will not be preserved as as needed, and this would also um, lead to decreased mitochondrial function. And decreased mitochondrial function means that you will have a less ATP production and less energy as a result. And yeah. the and reason why this is too. so important for neurodegeneration, as, as you mentioned previously, because actually the, the central nervous system is, is the um, perhaps the first one that is being affected as we age. So it's very important. And the reason for this is that the post-mitotic neurons that we have in the brain, uh, they are heavily relying on, on massive ATP production in order to function. Okay, so, uh, let's stop there, Elaine, because that, that, your, your brain is so big. <laughs> we <laughs> might have lost a few people on the way there. We may have to backtrack <laughs> a little bit. So NAD, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide plus or mm -hmm. NADH. Uh, yes. So... Is this a little bit like, um, you know, like oxidized, like um, 
uh, vitamin C oxidizes and then reduces, oxidizes and reduces, and electrons can be donated backwards yeah. and forwards. Is it the same sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. pathway? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. So NADH gains two electrons and and and, and that's so it's know, recycled through. Yeah, this is happening through electron transport chain in the yeah. mitochondrion. Uh-huh. And we basically need both of those uh, molecules in order to maintain proper uh, proper cellular function. And okay. so, so this would bring us to our um, next subject, which is what we can do in order to fix this this uh, decline of NAD. Yeah. And okay. What before we before we go there, yeah. like, like, let's uh, let's just hang on a little, a tiny bit on this NAD because so <clears throat> NAD is I know Dr. David Sinclair said arguably the most important molecule. So people note, note this, this name NAD or NAD plus or NADH. This is the most important molecule in our body next to ATP. And ATP is our energy production. So mm-hmm. without energy, we're dead yeah. in 30 seconds. And without NAD, mm-hmm. we're dead in 30 seconds as well. So either or we're both pretty much yeah. up the creek if we don't have either. As we age, the NAD levels go down. And one of the things that regulates the NAD or, or needs NAD, sorry, is the sirtuin genes to do their job of DNA uh, repair is one yeah. of their jobs. There are many jobs that it does. Mm-hmm. And when, when the, if, if the uh, NAD is being used uh, by the sirtuin genes to repair DNA, then it's not doing its other jobs. And as we get older, like we have something like 2 trillion DNA breaks, I can't remember if it was per minute or something ridiculous, uh, Dr. Sinclair said, every minute in our body. So our, these enzymes are running around trillions of times in our body doing the DNA yeah. repair. And also we, we need to replicate ourselves and do all of this sort of work. So if the sirtuin enzymes are busy doing one thing, they're not doing another thing. So we want to have more of these enzymes available for all of these jobs. Mm-hmm. And especially as we get older and we need more support. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just a bit of a, uh, I hope that sort of explained the, what NAD is. Now, so yeah. n- now we, now we should go on to the, to the next mm-hmm. part of this yeah. uh, equation. So what, like there is an NAD salvage pathway, the body needs grams of it every day. And we don't necessarily just get it in by our food. Um, but there is NAD boosters. Uh, what what can we do to to increase our NAD levels in the body? Yeah. So yeah, this is exactly where um, NAD booster supplements come in, and there there are various supplements out there, and you know, recent evidence points towards two particular molecules that are being researched. Uh, one is NR nicotinamide riboside, and then the second one is NMN, which is nicotinamide mononucleotide. So now the NR molecule, in order to boost the NAD levels, it needs to be converted into NMN first. And for this reason, um, scientists are focusing predominantly on NMN. I would say now there is increased interest in, in the NMN molecule at the moment because it looks like it has increased bioavailability, is being absorbed better, and in, uh, in tests in mice, it does um, it does have a better effect than NR in terms of boosting NAD, but also in terms of the um, in terms of approving the phenotype of of, of aging mice uh, with uh, different studies that we've seen that that have come out in the in the past couple of years with 
um, but you know, from from gene expression to energy metabolism, lipid metabolism, insulin sensitivity, a bunch of of, of markers mm-hmm. being yeah. improved in, in mice supplemented with NMN. And from my, um, I, I have to be honest with you, I haven't looked in depth into the research for NR. However, yeah. the the uh, the evidence from from NMN study so far is uh, quite enough. overwhelming for me. Exactly, uh, yeah. it's yeah. wonderful. Would um, research too. Yeah, the, the yeah. I mean, we would we would need to have uh, more comparisons, but from from anecdotal evidence from myself and and people that I know that that have supplemented themselves with both. Um, everyone uh, just pretty much uh, mentions to me that they, they do like NMN, uh, much more than NR and they can see the effect. And this is, um, this is the reason why I, um, I ended up supplementing with NMN myself. So basically I started studying NAD biology in the lab during my PhD. And unfortunately my research paper is not published yet. So uh, I won't be able to, to share this data at the moment, but. (laughs) Perhaps next year, hopefully, I'll be able to share uh, my data with you. Uh, there is a paper from our collaborators lab, though, that that is uh, on bioarchive already, um, and it's from Victor Coral Chuk Lab in Newcastle, and they uh, they shown the uh, how basically uh, functional autophagy can maintain um, NADH pools, uh, which is uh, which is quite an interesting wow. paper and. Um, it, it, it does intertwine a bit with my work, uh, but uh, my, uh, unfortunately, uh, I can't share any yeah, more details. Yeah, you have to keep zip right now until it's published. But, um, yeah, okay, so, so we can link to the bioarchive, the, the, the one you mentioned there at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so people sure. to do some research and, and also link to Dr. David Sinclair's work in his, in his book, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, so yeah. Because you know, it, it, it does put it in, in, in a way that, you know, people can understand which is really really important um okay so nmn nicotinamide mononucleotide is is one mm-hmm. of the nad boosters and we need the nad to help yeah to an injury and design. it's the only yeah it's the only uh direct precursor of nad so this is the beauty of it so it converts uh, from nmn it converts straight away to nad so this is why it has such an enhanced bioavailability. This is why it has those effects because uh, NAD is quite a large molecule by itself. Yes. So it's actually hard to, uh, if, if you supplement orally with NAD, uh, the absorption will not work. be um, it will not be high because uh, because of how how big the molecule is. So uh, this is why it's called dinucleotide because it has two nucleotides that that would need to to penetrate the cell. But NMN is a mononucleotide, and this ah. is why it can absorb better. So it's actually made, then, it's put together in the cell. So the nicotinamide mononucleotide mm-hmm. enters through the membrane into the cell, from what I'm understanding, and then mm-hmm. it becomes a dinucleotide. So it's, a, is mm-hmm. it a phosphorus molecule, I think, or, or something that's added mm-hmm. to the NMN, and then it's an NAD? Mm-hmm. Uh, so from, yeah, uh, there is, so basically it's, um, NMN is a phosphorylated NR molecule, basically. Okay. Phosphorylated yeah. in, in our molecule. Yeah. Okay. And then when mm-hmm. it goes to and NAD. That, that's, the, that's the reason why, uh, why NMN is actually a bit more expensive than other supplements because, you know, um, yeah, in comparison to other supplements that are just, let's say, plant extracts or something like this, there is, 
um, there, there is there is quite a lot of uh, biology implicated in the production of NMNs. So there are several steps we would need to go through. Um, and uh, it's, it's quite complex and laborious to produce. And this is why it's a bit higher in terms of price. But from mm-hmm. my personal experience again, so I started supplementing with NMN over a year ago while I was still doing my PhD. And at that point I was, so when I found NMN, I already had uh, a burnout. <laughs> yeah. So, which, uh, which is something that a lot of PhD students experience. And it's, um, my, my project was quite, quite challenging and uh, human embryonic stem cells require quite a lot of cell culture in order to just survive, let alone to, uh, to expand them and to experiment on them. So yeah, at some point during my PhD, I literally was was doing eighteen hours yeah. uh, from six a.m. till midnight. Um, you know, with eight or ten hours of cell culture during that day, um, wow. let alone the experiments I had to do. So yeah, quite uh, quite challenging. However, yeah. it was a priceless experience. I learned a lot and. Um, I, I think that it was definitely worth it. So yeah, uh, back in the days so while I was experiencing this burnout, I, um, I also have, I, um, I found out about NMN and I thought to give it a go. And it was, uh, it, it was basically amazing. The fact, because I've been supplementing with, uh, with different supplements for for the past fifteen years or so, yep. and I really like—I'm uh, a biohacker myself. I really yeah, like yeah. like me with different uh, supplements and stuff. And this was the uh, the the supplement that I felt the effect of within a few days of taking it, and I've never experienced that before with any other supplement. So within three four days, I actually felt the different wow. different. So I felt the different energy levels. I felt an increase in my energy levels and I, I felt an increase in my focus. And I remember my partner calling me at some point um, in the evening at 8 or 9 p.m., something like that. And we were talking on the phone and he said, oh, so you're not, you're not tired yet. And I'm like, no, I'm not tired. No, I'm <laughs> I actually feel great. <laughs> and that's when you realize this stuff's working <laughs> absolutely yeah and this is how my my current business was born and this is how anim and bio was born and i was so excited to to actually have a product in the market that ha- that is pure potent and i know uh that uh, it is what it is yeah. And, you know, because I've been struggling and... to find a good supplier of NMN for quite some time. Tell me uh, about I it. Think, <laughs> yeah, because of its price, I think that there are quite a lot of opportunistic companies out there that just white label the NMN powder and you don't even, they don't even have a certificate of analysis and you don't even know what's in there and things like that. And they, they just probably dilute it with, with niacin or something else. Exactly, uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah, and, and this is a, this is a danger. Yeah, this is a danger, and this is why having a, a certificate analysis and having it scientifically backed and every batch tested mm-hmm. and stuff is really important. Yeah. When you, uh, I've been on um, uh, prior to meeting Dr. Elena, I've been on um, NMN for maybe five six months now, and I've had my mum and my brother on it and my husband on it. Um, but I had to go through, jump through all of these loops to get it out of yeah. America, get it mm-hmm. sent to someone there, get it over shipped over here, and um, uh, and, and you know it's a it's not been available down the scene of the world. And 
um, and finding a reputable source uh, is is absolutely key with this molecule if you want to. Um, and I, I remember David uh, Sinclair saying, um, when you do get your your NMN, uh, do keep it in a cool, you know, dry place. So don't don't stick it in a hot you know, hot place <laughs> under the sun somewhere, yeah. ideally probably in your fridge if you can, yeah. um, to give it an extended shelf life and, and for mm-hmm. it to, um, to do its job properly. Um, so you've, you've founded a, 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 a company, uh, NMN Bio, out, mm-hmm. out of the UK, and I'm really excited to be working with Dr. Alina and I'm going to be importing it down to Australasia. Um, I'm... Super excited about this too. Yeah, me too. Like it's, it's just super exciting for me, uh, you know, because I, I'm spending a, a fortune a month <laughs> giving this to my family anyway, and I could never test what I was doing. And now I have a place where I can trust that it's coming from a good source. Um, so nicotinamide mononucleotide is the one aspect um, but that's not the end of it all, is it? That's not so resveratrol we, we mentioned before. And if you, th- these, these work in combination. And on that point, it should be trans resveratrol that you take if you're taking resveratrol. If, if yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we don't, you, you, we don't have this yet in our cadre of products, but this is in the pipeline, isn't it, Dr. Elena? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. This is coming in 2021. Super yep. excited about it. Uh, hopefully, we'll have it uh, on the market in the next few months. In the next month or two yes. or three. Um, and so, but resveratrol, trans-resveratrol, you want to be taking that in combination with nicotinamide mm-hmm. mononucleotide. What is it? So, uh, an analogy that Dr. Sinclair said was resveratrol is like the accelerator pedal and mm-hmm. nicotinamide is the fuel. Is yes, that, absolutely. Way around? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that, right that, that's correct because basically what activates the sirtuins is the resveratrol molecule, but in order for them to function properly, you do need the NMN because this is what they consume in order to function. Yeah. And so this is why it's such a good synergy. And as you said, transresveratrol is, um, is absorbed much more. And also in order to increase the bioavailability of resveratrol, um, it's good to take it with um, with uh, some sort of full fat berry. Uh, yeah. So, for instance, a yogurt. David Sinclair says that he does uh, he does take it in the morning with a full fat yogurt. Um, yeah, just some like fat. Yeah. yeah, some fat, or or you could you could do some cheese. Probably, uh, I do yogurt as well. Does it have um, to be dairy? I've been taking it with oil. Is that okay? Yeah, or? yeah. This this could work as well. So yeah, absolutely. The heap oil. Do, yeah. There are a few people doing uh, doing olive oil uh, for this okay. reason. So yeah, yeah. so it just needs a fat in order for it yeah. to be bioavailable because it's quite mm-hmm. a. So it becomes as a as a dry powder, and and when it mm-hmm. uh, so the oil and the fat helps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because it's a very insoluble uh, yeah. molecule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then what I do for my personal anti-aging cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously working because Dr. Alina is actually 110 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, just um, 32. <laughs> he's just 32, but looks like, like honestly, I thought, I, seriously, 32? I would have thought you were 22 at, at the most. Um, oh, thank you. Thank so you something's so working. <laughs> the, good, the good diet, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, you know, 
and it can't be that overwork because you've been definitely overworking for the past uh, few years and this is obviously helping. And I'm 52, so I'm old enough to be your mum. And um, <laughs> I'm definitely uh, super excited about anything that's coming down the pathway that's going to slow down the degeneration because, you know, over the years and after smashing the crap out of my body, um, mm-hmm. I've definitely got some repair work to do. Um, and my mum is, is uh, 79 years old. She's in the corner over there taking her NMN as we speak and her resveratrol <laughs> along with her hemp seed oil I and all it. the other supplements <laughs> and a big green smoothie of broccoli juice. So she's like going, oh, uh, it'd be quite funny for you to see your face right now. Um, you, should, then, you should also add apigenin to her cocktails. So this is yes. another molecule which is very interesting. And uh, perhaps in, um, in a later podcast, we can also talk about um, a couple of different things that have to do with uh, with raising your NAD levels in different ways. So uh-huh. basically what happens, so besides sirtuins, there are different other enzymes called NADases that also consume uh, NAD. Oh. And uh-huh. if they do that consistently, there is not enough NAD for sirtuins to do their, their job. So right. uh, such enzymes are uh, called PARPs. Uh, which uh-huh. are uh, activated when there is some there, there are some stress signals in the body. Um, so, for instance, one such signals when uh, let's say your mitochondria are are going bad and there is some sort of uh, of stress in the uh, related to mitochondrial uh, function, um, you you will get um, a secretion of cytochrome C from from mitochondria. And uh-huh. then um, as a result, you will get some sort of activation of the PARP enzymes and uh, they also consume NAD. Another oh. NADase is called CD38. So uh-huh. this is an enzyme that is activated when there is increased inflammation in the body. Oh. So as we age, uh, CD38 levels increase. And what has been demonstrated very beautifully in uh, in the recent study in mice was that uh, CD38 actually controls the functions of sirtuin 3 um, uh, in, a, in an NAD-dependent manner because they did quite, a, quite an elegant experiment uh, where they did have CD38 knockout mice and, uh-huh. then, um, uh, and then wild-type mice, or regular mice. And in, um, in, in the CD38 knockout mice, the, uh, the levels of sirtuin 3 were two and a half times higher um, and then when they put a saturating amount uh, um, of NAD in the uh, in the wild type um, in the wild type mice, uh, what happened is basically they uh, they um, the, the function of of sirtuin also increased, and it was similar with the function of sirtuins in the CT38 um, knockout mice. So wow. this means that. If CD38 is absent, then uh, sirtuin uh, three in this instance is uh, is upregulated and is working much more. But when CD38 is is present, uh, uh, it consumes all of the NAD, and then there is not enough NAD for sirtuin three to. And um, this is so. This is why we need a bigger pool of NAD, basically, for all of these problems yeah. as we age. Yeah. So, so immune this is, regulation. This is one. Uh, yeah. This is one point, and then the second point I was gonna do there is that apigenin. So, the supplement that I mentioned to you, which is actually 
um, uh, present in uh, in parsley and uh, predominantly in dried parsley. So you can, dried you can actually get it for for cheap. Yeah, I'm off to the supermarket now, <laughs> and then just have a teaspoon of dried parsley every day. So uh, apigenin is a molecule that actually blocks CD38. So this oh. means that it can also increase the levels of your NAD and make it available for your sirtuins. Wow, I'm off to get some parsley. <laughs> That's div- I just ripped my parsley plants out of the garden, bugger. They were going to seeds. So I'll have to plant some more. And you do need to dry it in order for it to intensify it. If you dry it, it will have even more apigenin. So wow. the, the bioavailability increases somehow. I'm, I'm not entirely sure of the mechanism, but yeah, dried parsley is um, um is 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 yeah um sorry there's a noise in the background with my mum washing out her broccoli uh no worries <laughs> it's all about <laughs> sorry, that guys. life <laughs> yeah 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 this is like podcast life <laughs> real um so um so uh so immune so activated immune cells so like i've had an infection for the last couple of weeks so i've been under a hell of a lot of stress in the last year like really you know losing my father and so on hell of a lot of stress um and the day before christmas i stopped working and i started to relax and my immune system then went okay cortisol levels are now going down we're going to make you sick <laughs> We're gonna mean, do some repair this is how work. It's usually done. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. So that's what happens when you relax. So my whole Christmas period was spent with a head cold and a chest cold. Um, oh. Now, when my immune system is activated like that, I'm going to need a lot more NAD because of this NAD aces. You call them NAD aces, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah and, that's and this CD thirty eight would have been one of those things that was probably more active when I was sick. Would that be right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so we need to increase that in order to help our immune system. So does this, um, random thought, does this help with other autoimmune diseases as well? Like does it help de- downregulate some of the inflammatory pathways? And, and um, I actually wouldn't know. Uh, this is not my area of expertise, so yeah. I wouldn't be able to comment on top of my head on this. Yeah, just uh, me connecting the yeah. dots going, yeah, that that, yeah. that would make sense. But okay, so... All right, so we've 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 covered quite a lot of ground today, and I think we'll we'll probably wrap it up there, Doctor Alina, and we'll go on to mTOR and autophagy and other things uh, in in subsequent podcasts and so on. Um, so we're going to put all the links to if you guys want to get some NMN, um, and in a few months we'll have resveratrol as well. Um, I'm going to put the links in the show notes to the new website and. Um, we're going to be importing it down to here to New Zealand and Australasia. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really excited about that because there is, there is no, there is one other company that has it here and it's not got any certificate of analysis. There's no sort of thing. So you, you want to make sure that you know where you're getting this information from or your supplements from, and you want to know who's behind it. Um, so I'm really, really excited about working with you, Dr. Alina. I think this Thank is you. brilliant. I know we've got a whole lot of products that, that are in the pipeline that are going to be coming down in the next year or so, um, other things. So we will be covering those in future episodes um things yeah. like you know i don't know fisetin quercetin um you know yeah da- we should definitely talk about uh, senescent uh, cells and what we can do in order to combat them and then of course the uh, the subject of my phd which was which was um you know around autophagy 
So oh, yeah. this is definitely a very uh, nice subject for discussion because, as you mentioned, you know, um, mTOR is not something that you want to mess with uh, on a regular basis. And actually, uh, the good news are that there is the mTOR-dependent activation of autophagy and mTOR-independent uh, activation of autophagy. Oh. So my uh, my PhD supervisor was the one that. Um, discovered during his PhD, probably 20 years ago, 15 years ago, um, the mTOR independent regulation of autophagy and different, um, different and molecules that, that also can, can work and activate autophagy in an mTOR independent manner. So one, one such molecule is already on the market as a natural sweetener. It's called trehalose. Uh, okay. so if you want to supplement How do you spell your, it? Trehalose, T R E H A L O S E. This is this is what I use for my coffee. <laughs> oh, trehalose. Um, okay, so that will help you uh, increase your tre- autophagy. Trehalose has been shown to activate autophagy in an mTOR independent manner. Yes. Wow. So I don't need to starve myself in order to activate <laughs> autophagy. I mean, that's uh, one of the problems. <laughs> There, there is not that much data in, in humans yet on, on this particular molecule, to be honest. So I actually don't know what is the dose that, yeah. uh, that you would need to, to have this effect, but I still prefer it over sugar. Yeah, absolutely. And um, anything that supports that pathway anyway and getting rid of these senescent cells. Yeah. So senescent cells, just for those wondering what the hell we're talking about, senescent cells are basically cells that are still alive, but they're no longer replicating. They're not doing their job properly and they're sending out inflammatory signals into the body. So they attract cytokines that cause inflammatory responses. And so what we want to do is we want to knock these cells off them to have their autophagy, meaning their cell death, um, and then we recycle the parts of these cells for new their new job, and that's what we want to happen. As we get older, we get more and more senescent cells, and this actually literally weighs our body down and stops um, and increases inflammation and causes a lot of the, the uh, effects of aging, if you like. Um, mm-hmm. So that's definitely a subject for next for next time. But Dr. Lena, you've been fabulous today. Thank you so much for the work you, you do, uh, for the passion you bring to the projects. I'm super excited about our collaboration um, and helping lots of people stay younger for longer, I think. <laughs> absolutely. That would be. So yeah, have that's a, the goal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so have a wonderful uh, evening because it's, it's around midnight in Dubai. So thank you very much for staying up late uh, no for me over in Dubai. It's probably too My hot. My pleasure. <laughs> and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Dr. Lena. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. That's it this week for Pushing the Limits. Be sure to rate, review, and share with your friends. And head over and visit Lisa and her team at lisatarmaty.com 